Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. All right, this day, this day has come, okay? The Kansas City Chiefs are the back-to-back Super Bowl champions, and it's weird. I'm going to be honest. It's weird. Like, I'm kind of feeling, you know, when Brady was doing his thing, I was cool with it. I'm like, this dude, you know, he doing that thing, all right? But now the Chiefs, I don't know if it's that they're cockier or what it is, but they They, they just... are cocky, and they think they're so cool. You're still not cool. <laughs> You're still not like Kermit the Frog. <laughs> And bitch your swag from somebody else, but that's just me. You feel me? I think I I can't hold you with the Patriots. I think what it is is after a while when people start winning and they do they do get a target on their back, Mm -hmm. right? So at at one point the Patriots did start to get on my nerves too, but uh, uh, Willie McGinnis was my boo. So (laughs) (laughs) yeah, and and I I feel like too, like you know, kind of like you said. The Chiefs were the lovable underdogs for a little bit, and then they kind of surpassed that, and they became, you know, kind of like the hunted now. So, you yeah. know, and speaking of winning, real quick before we get into it, welcome in to the Keep Rolling Podcast. I'm your host, DJ Bill, and I got Charity Bailey over here. Hello. You know, we, 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 we ready to talk about this, okay? We ready, all right? We just, we, we excited, you know? I was, I'm more annoyed the with the Chiefs. On the day, Listen, know? we did not do this on purpose. He tried to call me out when I walked in here, too. <laughs> and I'm like, sir, you have on this, like, cream beige, yellowish-looking thing. So between the two of us, we kind of look like the Super Bowl Sunday team. We planned it, you know. That's, yeah. That's how was he playing, right? So, Super Bowl. Yeah. Might as well jump right 58. into it. So, the Chiefs win, what was it, 23-25? It was something very 25, close. 25-22, I'm tripping. Breaking news. What is it? I declared that I was cheering for the Niners literally like an hour before the game started. Oh wow! You, you, I know you that's still big. Didn't know? You still no, no, didn't know who no, you no. Were no. That was big. Time? I was calling my friends. I was like, "Listen, if y'all don't win, don't talk to me, because I need all this coverage to go away, all of this getting on my nerves to go away. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna just not even name names because you know what I'm talking about, and I just be annoyed <laughs> with the mediocrity of it all. And then they lost. I was like, the one time I'm cheering for you guys, mm. like. Because also they started talking about Brock Purdy and him being Mr. Irrelevant. And my friend, she was like, but why do they keep calling him that? That's rude. And I was like, no, girl, that's literally the the last person selected of the draft of his year, is called, yeah. of that year, is called Mr. Irrelevant. They have a whole media tour. They go to Disneyland. They do mm-hmm. all the stuff. And that's their thing. And you typically don't hear from them again. So yep. that is an underdog story that I can get behind. That's also, you've never really seen either. Ever. Yeah. yeah. Also... Oh gosh, what's Eric's last name? Beatamy? No. He Lee? plays for the Niners. He's, he's my cousin's best friend and her son's godfather. He's a linebacker. He had a really big play during the Super Bowl game. He's from Sacramento. He went to he he went to school in Elk, in Elk Grove. They don't have gosh, Eric Kendricks, do they? No. No. What's Eric's I'm name? I'm gonna text her. I'm blanking on his The team. point is he's from home and I'm like, fine, I'll finally cheer for y'all. 
That's the point. Is Armstead? That, is it Armstead? Yes. Yes. Yeah. I'm like, I, I see it in my face. I, could, I mean, it's like right here across my head, running through my brain, and I just can't think of his name because we just call him Eric. Anyway, really sweet dude. Gives back to his community. Family man. Really good to, to, to my cousin and her her child. And, you know, that's his godfather. Like, and he's a heck of a godfather. He be showing up at mm-hmm. games and practices and, you know, spoils him and gives him you know, life lessons and life knowledge to the point where <laughs> my little cousin don't want him to come to his games no more. Oh, wow. <laughs> he's like, uh, you're taking all the attention away from me. But he's not that dude. He's a very very humble dude. It's just that people flock to him, yeah. you know, because he is a community dude. The point is, I was, I feel like Tyra. We were all rooting for you. <laughs> and look what you did. Yeah, I think, I, I was a little disappointed. And not because I wanted the Chiefs to lose that badly, but I kind of just wanted to see the 49ers win. They've been there before. They were there against the Chiefs last time. They have this. The Ravens. They have, they have not won since the 90s. Story. Yeah. They're not the underdog either, they by the way. They have, in this occasion, they were, though, right? Am I wrong? No. They've no? had really good teams. They, they just can't seal the deal. That's true. Now, they that's why the Packer in me is not letting you get away with that. Because they also, Niner fans are cocky. Like, at home, they get on my nerves. Mm-hmm. Like, get on my nerves. For real, for real. <laughs> they cocky. They loud. Obnoxious. One of my friends, some some of my friends would say that about me, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Pop me kettle. But they're not the underdog. Like, they have a really good team, a really good defense. But I really, really, really just wanted this for Brock Purdy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because he literally is the underdog. He's Mr. Irrelevant, and you never see that. That's why I think everybody fell in love with Tom Brady, too, in mm-hmm. addition to him marrying a model and then, like, just turning into Mr. GQ. Yeah. But he went six, like, six round or something like that, right? Yeah. And he was like he, you go from sixth round to like creating a dynasty, being a part of it, leading it, and then not only doing that, playing for as long as you did, and on top of that, you got another Super Bowl outside of that dynasty. So that really says something about you. you like double cemented yourself. Yeah, and also stop this. Uh, Mahomes is a goat. Yeah, we just want to label people so quickly. That's true. Yes, you're a very good football player, and like. I was watching um, a talk show the other day, and they were like, oh, the way he just put – he just started running. And I was like, ladies, y'all don't clearly don't watch football enough to run. know. that." He, but but he is that dude, though. Yeah. I'm like, he has a reputation for running. It's not like he was just running for his life, but like – I just find it funny sometimes how slow he ends up running, but how far he ends up going. I'm like – Yes, you're right, because it's almost like the video game. Like, yeah. you're like, this is happening – in turbo slow-mo. Yeah. But you know what it is? Did you see that picture they put out of him? And <laughs> He was a really good sport about it, though. I, um, it. I think it was after the NFC Championship game. He was uh, in the locker room and he had his shirt off. Mm-hmm. And so oh, he, he tweeted had, oh, it. Yeah. He was like, yo, ESPN, why y'all have to put my dad bot out there? <laughs> and the people in the comments were like, you mean to tell me all this time I could have been a quarterback like in the NFL? <laughs> no, you couldn't have because he's also really strong and like fit. He just doesn't have your typical... Like, he doesn't have the... the uh, I mean, he ain't DK Metcalf. He ain't right, Nardo. or Cam Newton or yeah, any of those Miles other... He ain't Tom Brady's body yeah. either. He's like, he's like I be eating snacks. I got little <laughs> kids at home. He has, like, an average man's body, but he does not... He's way more athletic than an average man. Yeah. So, there's that. Let's talk about that, because, yes, the, the goat thing is thrown around a lot. And, by the way, real quick, uh, first things first, I want to ask the people out here... Do you think Kansas City is a dynasty? We're going to get into that discussion. But also, but also, for my Carolina fans, because I know that's what you watch this, uh, listen, slash watch this show for, 
we are going to talk about the Carolina Panthers here in a little bit. We just we get into the first news first, and then we're going to talk about the Carolina Panthers. Something that you guys, you know, maybe you guys gave me the idea. Maybe you didn't. And if you didn't, leave in the comments what your idea you want me to talk about is. But it's interesting because this GOAT conversation is kind of getting it gets thrown around a lot. I think in the era of social media, too, and instant gratification, I think – Everybody's like, well, he's a goat and he's a goat because everybody has a well, voice because, now. Well, and it's not even the voice. It's just that even in real life, like people are like, I'm a coach. You just got married and you're trying to coach people. You just entered an industry. And you're trying to coach people like it's this like I've done it for two seconds and now I know you don't. Mm -hmm. OK, you are a very good football player. Patrick Mahomes is a very good football player. He has proven that he can get it done. And one of my friends had told me, he, he's a he's a Chiefs fan, he told me, he was like, I'm actually happy that the Packers beat us because after that we started winning. Okay, so that gave you, you you know you know who your quarterback is, you know who your, you know the team that you're dealing with in adversity. Got it. But like, GOAT, Dynasty, yes, back-to-back, -back, sure. Three-peat even, if it, if it was a three-peat, but I I feel like Tom Brady built a Dynasty. I feel like uh, what is it? Steelers dynasty. Like I feel like to have a dynasty, you gotta have like five or six. What now? Are we talking? Because I think there can be a difference, and maybe and maybe I maybe you'll disagree, but I think there can be a difference between an organizational dynasty and a dynasty built by certain players, like a certain oh core that group. that team. You know what I mean? Team. So like for example, like the Steelers are a dynasty organizationally, right? Because they yes. have they have the pedigree, they have championships, but I would say the Patriots the are Patriots. not a, are not a dynasty organizationally. They right. were a the, dynasty under that period of time. Yes, during that period of time with that with that core group of of, of fellas. Mm -hmm. Yes, yeah, I agree. So I mean, I I, th I think it's interesting because I mean I've always constituted a dynasty as two in a row because it is hard to do. One is hard to do. If that I was agree. the case, then I the Niners would have been back all these times. Because think about it. And this is why I know, because Niners fans get on my nerves. Because every year, <laughs> they be talking about how they beat us, only to lose. So last year, they lost in the NFC. The year before that, or in 2020, they lost in the Super Bowl. So it's like, yeah. okay, y'all keep beating us, but then you lose in the NFC, or you lose in the big game. So then, what are we even talking about? Mm -hmm. You yeah. get there, and you flop. So then, what you what you... What you chirping for? Yeah. And, and maybe dynasty is also probably one of those words that gets thrown around a lot, too. It does. Right? But, like, I think I think it's interesting because, like, when you look back, you see, like, certain, like, even with, like, the Packers, right? Because it hits closer to home with you. With Aaron Rodgers, I wouldn't say the Aaron Rodgers era is a dynasty era, per se. No. But... There was a lot of success in that era. Yes. And, and even for and Aaron Rodgers, as great as, yeah, and a Super Bowl, even for Aaron Rodgers, as great as he is, it was hard for him to win more than Uh-huh. Well, because also, it's a team sport, yep. and you, you're you not in charge of, of uh, putting teams together. And even when you do have a hand in it, and you put, because we had some teams that was like, okay, this is it, Super Bowl, this is a Super Bowl year. And then flukes happen. Injuries happen. You even see saw during the Super Bowl. Um, what's his name? He was on the sideline. Yeah, yeah, like that was terrible. Yeah. But you can have an. Um, you can put together this all star team. Offense can be clicking deep. I mean, even with Aaron Rodgers at the beginning of this this season with with mm -hmm. the Jets, we did not. Nobody saw that coming. And if you did, yeah. you lying. <laughs> like even if you go, well, he's old. He was gonna get hurt. Nobody saw that coming. The first game, like mm -hmm. what was it? Like four plays in. Yeah. 
So there's all these variables, which is why one, one is eagles. Same thing. Mm -hmm. Nobody saw the eagles falling apart like that. Yeah. That's why you got to get it done because now the Kelsey brother that we all love Mm -hmm. ain't got no ring. Yeah. That's true. And there's no reason that Hurt shouldn't yeah. have a ring. And it, and kind of like you said, it's it's always hard to get back. That's why when they talk about the Super Bowl hangover, they more so talk about the team that loses it than the team that wins it. Mm-hmm. Because, yes, the team that wins it is the hunted, but the team that loses it got so close. They're mm-hmm. right there. And for whatever reason, it's harder to build on that because everybody's coming back healthier. Teams are improving. Yep. You're going to lose players. You're not going to have the same team. Well, now they're on to you, just like with the Eagles. Uh, and then also, again, like you lose pieces – Coaching staff, GMs, players, retired. Like, okay, so the Eagles are going to look completely different. Even if they even if they do everything the same from a couple years ago, you know why they're going to look different? Kelsey's gone. Yeah. Jason's out. Yeah. And J- Jason is a big part of that O-line. Yeah. That's like, and it's funny because I think some people might, might push back to that and say, well, one person doesn't make the offensive line. But one person can make a big impact in the offensive line. Marshall Yonder for the Baltimore Ravens, that offensive line has not been nearly as good since he mm-hmm. retired. But we don't want to have that discussion. Well, but but you're right. It can be said that one person doesn't make make the line, but you take that key you take that key piece away and it changes. That happened with the um, Packers defense too. And the thing is, it's like, oh, okay, Charles Woodson, not only is he just an, an, an amazing defensive player, but also he's passionate. And mm-hmm. like during the Super Bowl, I remember they said they went into the locker room and he was like, yo, what y'all doing? Yeah. And and Jason Kelsey, even though he is, you know, Mr. I'm, I just want to wear my flip-flops and I just want to, you know, just go play football. He takes football very seriously. Right. And he takes his quarterback very seriously. And mm-hmm. so, again, there's things that happen on the football field and there, there's things that happen in the atmosphere. Yes. And in your locker room, and help your mental fortitude and all of that stuff. It, it's not just X's and O's. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, those teams don't look the same. So yes, g- going once is a big deal. Going twice, three times, like. And to your point, the fact that the Niners have been there now what twice They've in four been years? There twice they've been the NFC Championship game, what three or four years in a row. Like that's hard, that's hard to do within itself. Mm-hmm. It's hard enough to stay healthy, and and you know this is the thing about the Chiefs also that I think sometimes we forget because we saw what Brady did, and what Brady did is something that probably won't be repeated. Even though the Chiefs have three now, and it's early in Mahomes' career, and you feel like you have your quarterback, you have your coach. Number one, Andy Reid's getting older. Mm-hmm. We don't know how long he's going to stay. Travis Kelsey's getting older. We don't know how long he's going to stay. And you can't. How just old is he? Thirty-four. Okay. The thing is, great teams. So they don't play nearly as long as quarterbacks would play. Mm -hmm. Well, the thing is, great teams make it look easy. And that's why Mm -hmm. people be talking all that yin yang. Also, that's that's another variable weather conditions, like all kinds of stuff. Your division? Your division. Perfect example the Lions. Who saw them coming? Not like that. I think we Not saw them like getting that. better. I don't know if we saw them doing We saw them getting did. better last year. We yeah. didn't see them coming like this. But now next year, everybody's going to be gunning for them. Yeah. But also, now their team, they got some players retiring. They got some players that are going to get traded. Yep. You know, so our division is going to look completely different next year. And then other teams are going to get better within that division also. Yep. So, you know, it's it's one of those things, you know, and, I, and that's kind of like the thing about Kansas City is a lot of people feel like now that he has three, he's only what? 27, 28, whatever he is, right? Like, they're like, oh, that this... Oh, he can it, only get better? It gives, it gives you room to get better, yes. But 
let's not forget that it's not that easy. Correct. And, and once again, we talked about this before. Correct. You know, we talk about how good other teams were on paper versus the Chiefs. Eventually, that catches up to you. Mm-hmm. That teams are better than you, right? Yeah. Like the Chiefs are good. They have the pedigree. They have the same guys who won the Super Bowls before. They still have those guys. They still have that coach, right? So they still have that offensive system. Mm-hmm. Once those things start to change, which literally could be this oh, off season, you yeah. never know. That's how quickly things change. Then it becomes. Okay, who's next? Because the AFC is stacked. Mm-hmm. The NFC is stacked, right? It won't. There's no guarantee the Niners get back. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, that's why you got to seize the moment. Yep. Can we talk about some of these storylines? Yeah, go ahead. First of what all, you, you were just you talking got? about your your co- <laughs> about Coach Andy Reid. Kelsey can try to make it blow it over and all of that. You just don't do that. You don't run up in your coach's face. You don't push a senior citizen. Like, control yourself, sir. Now, I will say, this is why I do love Jason Kelsey. That's the Kelsey brother I love. I used to think mm-hmm. Travis was cute till he wasn't because now he got my nerves. But uh, on their show, he he they discussed it, and he was like, bro, you can't do that under any circumstance. Mm-hmm. He was like, you can't lose your cool. You can't touch your coach. He's like, you can't even get in your coach's face like that. Yeah, And it's true. Yeah. I don't care how they, like, you know, Travis is like, I owe my career to him. If he leaves tomorrow, I'm behind him and all. That's fine. And Andy Reid's also going to give you the PR excuse. Also, we know that there are other players that would never get away with that. Y'all gave Marcus, all. Marcus Peters a couple years ago didn't even, won't even own the team the next year. Oh. Uh-huh. He, he didn't even touch, he didn't even touch Harbaugh. But uh-huh. he was mad at him. Antonio him Brown. Yeah. I mean, he is known to act out. But, I mean, I'm saying anytime, anytime he's fussing, they made a big old deal out of Mahomes fussing at his peers. So you uh, listen, y'all. Y'all go ahead and do the math on that. I love you, and I know what's going on. The the thing is, you just can't do that. And like mm-hmm. like his brother said, under any circumstance, there's no wash. You know, there's no uh, brushing under the table, joking it off. There's just you you and you're a leader on that team. So you lost your cool in the moment. Yeah, and you're shouting to put you in over somebody else. I get it. You're a competitor. You're this. You're that. That is your coach. This is not your team. You're a tight end. You're not the quarterback. Yeah. Like, stay in your lane. You're just popular now. Yeah. But you're not, like, when we... And t- it's weird because... They call receivers you, divas for acting like that, but yeah. ain't nobody called him a diva. Yeah. Chad Johnson used to get in trouble all the time for all of, yeah. for that kind of stuff. Yeah. But he was a diva. He was high maintenance. Yeah. That's true. T.O. Yeah. You, you, you want to keep going down the list yeah. of these but, brothers that get in trouble for but that? But the thing is, previously, when would Kelsey have even done that? That's what I'm saying. You're getting too big for your britches, as the old yeah. ladies used to yeah. say. Yep. You, you, you smelling yourself. Calm down. Yeah. Yep, exactly. I agree. I mean, I, I think, like, I, I thought it was a little crazy uh, when, when I watched it. You know, I, I saw it live, and I'm just like, whoa, okay. Um, I, ju- I just, it's just one of those things where, like, it don't make no sense. Like, Gather you know, yourself. <laughs> like, I get being frustrated, but... You being frustrated about what? Weren't they down like seven at the point? Yeah, like, it wasn't. It wasn't dire. It wasn't. You're just a diva, and, and you want everything to be about you. Now the other thing is, or that's what it's giving anyway. I can't say because I don't know the man. I'm saying that's what it's giving. Um, the other thing is, Andy Reid. If you, you're this, how you know he's getting older. He would have d- done him back. Oh yeah. Back in the day, Andy Reid did not play that. He yeah. was one of them old school. I'll get in your face back. Mm-hmm. And then Jason did. They was laughing because he was like, he. <laughs> if he hit me back, I would have just had to take that. Hmm. Yeah. But he's he. 
And the thing is, I watched it. I watched it happen with my dad, my uncles, like these old school dudes that used to get in your face. Like mm-hmm. now they like, come on now, because there's there's that's I think I think that's also that visual is what did it for some of us too. Is that yeah. he didn't rear back at him, not because I'm the coach and I'm the. It's because he's an he's an older guy now. Yeah. And you're 34 at your peak strength. Because, yeah. again, 10 years ago, he would have got you back. Yeah. He didn't take that from T.O. and them. Yeah, I'm in Nab, yeah. 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 But also, there's another thing. <laughs> Listen. Yeah. Okay. So there's that <laughs> halftime show. I Look, a lot of people said I didn't really like him. They stupid. Last year was better. No, it wasn't. The, the, I mean, I thought it was good. I was the halftime damn, show I was, was bomb. every move that Listen, I couldn't hit. We but, were screaming. We was at the concert. One of my friends said her son was like, Asked her husband, what's wrong with mommy? Because he had never seen her act like that. <laughs> Here's the thing. My way came out, I want to say, my sophomore year of high school. We used to ride to school bumping it. This man has been at this almost 30 years. Mm-hmm. And these are the 30 years that we've seen. Because, you know, there's the part of the game where you come in and before they even release you. Yep. He... You tell me somebody that's got a catalog like that, and if you watch the ebbs and flows of Usher's career, mm-hmm. the ebbs and flows, when everybody went into that party rock mode, he was like, oh, 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 hold, mm-hmm. please, I got you. Yeah. Like, he has something for everybody. And he has men, men, grown men, I want them they like body rolling. <laughs> when I went to his concert in 2009, grown mm-hmm. men, Body rolling, doing the running man. And he said it then. He was like, y'all been at this with me a long time. We went to high school together. We went to prom together. We got married together. We got divorced together. And what you saw on that stage, like, also the celebration of of, of Atlanta and, and black culture was, like, front and center mm-hmm. with the H- with Jackson State's band out there. The sonic boom was out there booming. Mm-hmm. Luda, uh, Lil John, her. Her was out there looking like... Uh, Sheila E. and Prince had a baby. <laughs> she from the 707 saying backwards, you feel me? I was like, yeah, yeah somebody going to say, well, he, there could have been more dancing, but I get it, he's old. Most people cannot sing on their own. He used no tracks. Most people cannot dance and sing together. Most people cannot skate. He did all three and did the splits under Will I Am. Yeah. What do y'all want from this man? <laughs> but your favorite could never. Yep. And that was another problem. They kept cutting to her. I'm like, there's all these celebrities in the house, and y'all just keep, nothing was even going on with the Chiefs, and they're like, cut, cut, yeah. cut away, cut away. They like, didn't even mention Ice Spice was right beside her. Well, that's the whole thing anyway. That's the publicity <laughs> stuff because they only started hanging out after the, after the racist boyfriend said something about her. I wish Ice Spice would stop letting her run her around like a little rag, whatever. The point is, and then Beyonce Chandler came and just <laughs> dropped the country music in y'all face. <laughs> They, what the announcers did say after the halftime, we, Verizon has a special surprise. I love that commercial because mm-hmm. I feel like we always see Beyonce so buttoned up. Yeah. But it looked like she was having fun uh-huh. and they were having fun. Yeah. And then Blue was like, forget all y'all. Daddy, take this picture. <laughs> I love Blue because she keeps Jay-Z so humble. <laughs> Everybody else is like, the greatest rapper alive is here. <laughs> She'd be like, take this picture. That was not a good picture. Even the photographer, like he showed and the photographer was like, yeah, she was like, do it again. Run yeah. it back. Yep. Uh, the little baby twin had her little little Barbie doll out there with the side. She was like, I don't care about none of this. <laughs> I love that for them. Yep. They're just little girls and that is their daddy at the end of the day. Yep. Like, I think they are probably more impressed with their mom than they are their dad. <laughs> 
like, all right, you're just the dad. Everybody else can fall at your feet, not me. <laughs> She'd be like, oh, but my foot, your daddy. That's funny. <laughs> Take this picture. Uh, what else? What else? What you got? Mm. Oh, gosh. Brittany Mahomes was on my nerves with her outfit. Yeah, she thought she was a superstar. <laughs> Did you see her outfit? I feel like she was low-key kind of hidden. She was, but you know, social shows. Yeah. They didn't, oh, they didn't cut to her not once. Yeah. Not once. But she had all this red sequence. Thing. I was like, girl, you is not. <laughs> this is football. What are you doing? They didn't show the Kardashians on the TV. You know something when they don't show them. Did you hear the uh, Did you hear the, the rumor about Kanye West buying a sweet? I did hear that. And that would be so Kanye. I don't know if it's true, but I was weak. <laughs> I was like, of course, God. I feel like it's something he would do. It is so outlandish, and he's so outlandish yeah. that you have to believe it. But can you, like... Oh, he's a marketing genius. No, no, I'm saying, like, the the rumor, the... Fact oh, that she hadn't put out. she hadn't put out. Can she do that? A, I don't think you can do that, and B, I don't <laughs> think Kanye would stand for it. Yeah. Kanye would show his natural <laughs> board behind. <laughs> you know he would. Yeah. He would have been on social. He would have been going live. They're putting me out. I don't, that's why I don't... First of all, as much as that situation gets on my nerves, I don't think that she would do that out of the game. Maybe they would say, you know what, let's just not have you sit right here, mm -hmm. you know, but not out the game. And also the way we know Kanye, the way he can cut a fool, I yeah. just don't. And the fact that he ain't said nothing about it. Because yeah, if, if that was I true. Mean, he just was on Instagram yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> He ain't never had a loss of words. I can tell you He's that. He's never had a loss like, of words. Never, never, that. ever. Uh, I do love that some of the media surrounding the Super Bowl, Shannon Sharp and um and Cam had a conversation. Oh yeah. I, I, and then Cam and Warren Sapp because they was kind of talking about. Uh, Warren Sapp said something about him. I can't remember. He's a glorified running back leave, or something. Y'all gonna leave Cam alone? Listen, and I ain't even from around here. But y'all been bothering Cam since he was in college, and y'all will not let him be great. Yeah. Curiously, just because it came up on Cam's podcast, so I was curious about it. What you thought? Do you think Cam's a Hall of Famer? Oh. I don't know. Because I think you can look at players right now, like, obviously Mahomes is a Hall of Famer, right? Like, there's certain other players, you could probably even say Lamar Jackson's probably a Hall of Famer if he, if he couldn't play anymore. See – Okay, I'm probably not the best person to ask because I don't remember his stats as much as I do his stunts, if that makes yeah, sense, yeah. right? Like, and if you would ask me in the moment, maybe I would have remembered a little better, but just, mm -hmm. like, off the top of my head when people say Hall of Fame. Also, I, I want that to stay a sacred group yeah, and a fraternity of, like, not just pop, not a popularity right. contest. Yeah. Because even with that. Because Vic, Vic isn't in the Hall of Fame, even though right. I think he has a couple of credentials of where you could maybe make an argument. Mm-hmm. Right? He has a, 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 a show coming out on Prime that I'm really interested in seeing. Mm. Uh, it's about uh, black quarterbacks. Yeah. And I think it comes out this month for, um, during Black History Month. But, yeah, I, I, I don't I, – I can't say. I know that he was a very good quarterback. He was a game-changing quarterback. And the thing is, so how can you say that he's a glorified running back and then be – but they used to be all up on Tim Tebow and them cats. You can't do that. Yep. If it's good for the goose, it's good for the gander. And he was really good at being a air quote glorified running back. Yeah. 
but like he really was a a, a tight end, running back, middle linebacker with a good with a great arm. Yeah, like they don't make him like I him mean, anymore. It, like we we don't want to have that discussion about the talent around him because about as soon as he got there, uh, Steve Smith was out the door. Yeah, you know, so like you know, and then they went to the Super Bowl the next year after that mm-hmm. with. I think Guys that's what will later. hunt him. I think that's what will haunt him. Yeah, is that they is that he couldn't seal the deal in the Super Bowl. And if Bowl. he stayed, if he stayed with the Panthers, I think we we probably we probably are having another discussion. Mm-hmm. I think because he had to go. Because I mean, we like we're so quickly to forget. Cam went to the New England Patriots in the middle of the season, and then he came back to Carolina in the middle of the season. And I'm missing one of the teams I think he played for, but like that might be that might be the, it. What? That might be it. But like he he had two stints where he came in in the middle of the season and mm. he was just like all right good luck yeah you know with no second chance yeah. to, to be had and I see uh I see New England is doing very well with with, with Mac Jones yeah great well and there is the Cam Newton effect because I was here the last time I was here in 2014 that team was an amazing team was it was it 20, what, what year was the Super Bowl team it was 2014 so 2014 okay. 2015 yes yeah. and I left in September of 2015 so. I'm talking to security downstairs in the valet in my building. And somehow Cam Newton came up. I don't even know how he came up. Or maybe he was in town. I don't know. I can't remember. I mean, and these dudes, so the one is a young buck. The other one is in his 40s, I think, like me. He's from New York, right? And he's, he's you know, he's a Brooklyn cat for real. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yo, Cam was the realest. He had us around here dabbing and carrying mm-hmm. on. Yeah. And like to watch them have the conversation and then, you know, I live next to a restaurant so people are walking past and this dude goes, I miss Cam so much. Like, yeah. And I'm like, oh, you have three different men in me from different walks of life, different ages, different tax brackets, uh, and they all are having this conversation about a quarterback who been gone 10 years. Yeah. And Off you, and on. And you can't tell me that Cam couldn't have been more successful in Carolina. Yes. There's no way. So not only was he a great athlete, he made an impact to the community. And that, and that's the thing. So the young dude was saying, like, because, again, it was 10 years ago, and I think he's in his 20s at this point. Mm-hmm. He was like, yo, we used to go to the camps where, like, you'd see Cam, and he'd, like, stop and holler at you. Remember, Cam used to be on the little scooter things. They, they was like, yeah. hey, bro, you got to stop, stop playing on those because yeah. people was getting hurt on them. Uh-huh. But you would just see him riding around uptown, and, like, kids would be playing, like, almost like Beast Mode, except Beast Mode is from Oakland, so mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a little different. But it's like he – he even used to take the L on the chin and, and pay to give kids the football. Yeah. Remember, they used to get mad at him. I'm uh, like, yeah. y'all get mad at this man for doing nothing, for being for being a fan favorite. Yeah. Yep. Now, if he was a jerk, I could see you yeah. being mad. But you mad because he he's a million. Okay, so now he's he pays the fine to get the kids the football. Yeah. What? Yep. So the things that he did on the field, then the things that he did in the community – I mean, he 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 should be in the Panthers Hall of Fame, but they ain't gonna do that. But speaking of Hall of Fame, I think it should. I think it should, I think it should definitely be in the Panthers Ring of Honor. Ring like, of Honor, yes. Like, I mean, because uh, Mushin Muhammad is is in that, and I don't think he's gonna necessarily make the Hall of Fame. But he was a great Panthers player. I know, but I'm saying the politics of it. Like the fans yeah. love him, but I'm saying like for whatever reason they wanted to paint Cam as a problem too. And he was he just used to get attitudinal. Mm-hmm. But even with the whole he didn't shake Peyton Manning's hand, there was a point where Peyton Manning didn't shake somebody else's hand and they didn't make a big deal of it. Yeah. Now he was a little immature in the way he handled some things. Mm-hmm. Which I appreciate now that he is older when when he gets criticism, he has conversations about it. Like he could have easily like run over 
Kimberly uh, Martin and some of the other uh, analysts that was talking crazy about him, Shannon Sharp and them. But that like that's maturity going. All right, well mm-hmm. let's have a conversation about it and also say it to my face. You feel yeah. me? But yeah, no. Um, but speaking of Hall of Fame, Julius Peppers was it, uh, was inducted or it was announced that he he'll be inducted. Mm-hmm. That's big. Yeah, and he's like a North Carolina dude too. Yeah, born yeah. and raised. I, I think. Um, I, I think out of the guys who were nominated from the Panthers, it felt like he was going to be the main guy, you mm-hmm. know, like to kind of even just he leave that class. He was a beast. Yeah. No, he, no matter where he went. No matter. And that's the thing. Even watching him up there on the stage, I was like, that dude is still huge. Like, and the thing is, I think because the men in my family are huge, I always see big men as like, dee, 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 cheeky, cheek. <laughs> but even when he opened the door, I was like, now that got a big old house. And that door is huge. And he takes <laughs> off the whole. <laughs> I was like, oh, he's so sweet when he opened the door. And then you see him like this. And then everybody else is like this. <laughs> and he's like, oh, looking down at everybody like, oh, y'all at my door. What's up? And even his family, like his wife and stuff, I'm like, Girl, y'all, it's tiny, but that's just a big old man. Yeah. But he was so dominant Yeah, he was. on the field. And to your point, any and everywhere he went, he made an impact. Yeah. And Even you, coming back, he made one. Yeah. Yes. And so uh, I love that he was inducted because to your point, sometimes when, when you go to different teams and y- your role changes, mm-hmm. uh, you, you lose a step or you have to, because your role has changed, you look less dominant or you look less forceful, you look less athletic. Uh, but in every space that he went into, he was always himself. But that also goes to show that, like, the teams that he – that traded for him or – the teams that he went to were able to go, you know what, this is what he does, and we're going to l- let him do that. Mm-hmm. Where sometimes you don't get the opportunity to do that, so it's not your fault. Yeah. You know, it's it's the it's the scheme that you're in. Right. It's the play calling. It's yep. all of it. But they were smart enough to go, you know what? This is what he does. He eats for yeah. a living. Let yeah. that man eat. Yeah. <laughs> he hungry. <laughs> yep. Put him in the best position possible. Let's let's jump into this while you guys are hitting that subscribe button on YouTube. And I, I appreciate that already in advance. Okay. In advance. But as we get into this next topic, I'm I'm just interested in what what, what your thoughts would be about this. Because you talked about Kane, we talked about his star power, we talked about his potential as a player. So he's going to be involved in this conversation. But also, one, Jake DeLone, which Jeff Taylor, a while, 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 while back ago, he put in his Mount Rushmore over Cam Newton. Oh, wait. We forgot. Christian McCaffrey, too. Oh, yeah. In the Super Bowl. Yeah. Oh, I was sad for him. Yeah, I was sad for him, too. But also, he's another dude that's going to be him, whether he's here in the Panthers, the Niners, yeah. whatever. Like, yeah. Yeah. yeah CMC is the real deal. Yeah. Yeah, for yeah. sure. He's every, everything you you know, every everything you need in a running back right now. He is. He, you know, he's that yeah, guy. Yeah, he brought that over here. Yeah, I, I was and hoping he would win just because of that. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I agree. But, and speaking of, also, in this discussion, because a couple years later, that's when CMC would come around. So, like, it just, it starts to make you think, like, the potential. I know, of course, records matter, the fact that, you know, some injuries happen. That's why CMC comes to Carolina because you have that draft pick. So, you know, things can change. But I want to ask you guys out, out there, as Charity gets to thinking about it too, what do you guys think was the best chance for a Panthers dynasty? And it could be five years from now if you want to say that too. But out of the Super Bowl runs that they had, where they made it to the Super Bowl, didn't win the Super Bowl, but they had they had a good core group, they had good core teams, what would have been the best bet? So you got the 2003 team. Let's – Skip to that one. That was the first time they went to the Super Bowl. They played against 
the New England Patriots. Of course, this was the second of the Patriots back-to-back uh, as they kind of were on the beginning end of their run to being a dynasty. So you got quarterback Jake DeLome. You got Stephen Davis at running back, who was pretty good. He had uh, 1,400 yards. You had Musha Muhammad and Steve Smith at wide receiver. Smitty. Chris Magnum at tight end. Um, Jordan Gross at right tackle. He was a rookie at right tackle back then. Julius Peppers. Julius Peppers. You got um, Chris Jenkins at D tackle. Mike Rucker at defensive end. Dan Morgan, of course, the new GM. He's at middle linebacker. Um, Mike Mentor at... I didn't um, realize Witherspoon was on that yeah. team, too. Oh, yeah, Will Witherspoon, at, uh, the other linebacker, and then Mike Mentor, too. So, when I mean, does Thomas Davis team? come along? Because mm. I know he was here in 2014 when I was here last time, too. Yeah, I think... Because I'm biased. I love T.D. and his wife, Kelly. K.D. and T.D., they the real oh, deal. Yeah. But um, he was another one, a personality like yeah, him, so a community dude. Yeah, he was on that team in 2015. <clears throat> so the team that lost to the Denver Broncos. In that in that game, so you got Jericho Cotre at wide receiver. Of course, you got Cam Newton at, at quarterback. With Jericho Cotre at wide receiver, forgot Kelvin about D'Angelo Williams. Yeah, yeah, uh, Kevin Benjamin. De- this was the two-headed monster with D'Angelo Williams and Jonathan Stewart. Um, yeah. you know you got Ryan Khalil at offensive line, Trey Turner at offensive line, um, Mike Tobert you know, with a fullback, running back kind of combination right there. Yeah. Oh, Roman Harper. I forgot about oh, yeah. him too. Yep. Yeah. You got Roman Harper. You got See, Trey Boston. I'm biased. Josh I'm Norman was on that team yeah. before he started getting stiff on by Derrick Henry. You know what? <laughs> See, you so shady. You see how he got to be petty on the back end before he started getting stiff on. I'm about to stiff arm you. Hush. Of course, Thomas Davis and Luke Keeley, that combination was crazy. AJ Klein was pretty good too. Um, Star Latula Lay. He, I Graham remember him, he was like, oh. I remember, I think he was like a rookie in this on this team. You know, he was supposed to be pretty good too. Okay, well, I'm going to answer your question and let y'all fight about it mm-hmm. because I'm biased. And at least I own my biases. I'm fine. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm absolutely pulling for the 2015 team. But again, also, I'm that fan. I have a short short memory. Yeah. And I, um, mm, that, I the city was buzzing when yeah. when that 2015 they were because the thing is when a, when a team is winning that's why I, I really hate this for the queen city right now because the panthers suck the hornets suck like dang when when a team is winning like there's just a different air in the atmosphere if you will mm-hmm. and i mean h-e-i-r air yeah. in the atmosphere yep. and the a-i-r <laughs> is different so even in even in Oakland when I moved there, uh, they it was like right before uh, right before. So I moved here as that that dynasty was being built, or that should I say that that era of mm-hmm. of the Warriors, <clears throat> and then the Niners when they're winning, when the Raiders are having having a, a great season, like it all comes together and it's just like you just feel it in the atmosphere, which is why Oakland mm-hmm. doesn't look the same anymore because everybody moved out. It takes jobs, it does all of that, but like. The energy is different. And so when I was here the last time, the energy was so different. Even in Phoenix. When I got to Phoenix, uh, they were okay. But then the the Suns out of nowhere in 2020 just boom. And then um, the Cardinals too. So it's like I just want that energy back in the city. Mm -hmm. But I feel like had they – if they hadn't lost because they came unraveled after that, after that, after they lost. If they hadn't lost, I don't think the team gets – First of all, the, the 
the confidence of the team changes too. Mm -hmm. Then, of course, you start pulling the team apart because then everybody... And also, sometimes I think those decisions are emotional too. Yeah. Because it's like, oh, we lost. All right, now just pull it all apart instead of sleeping on it. I don't, I don't think we necessarily need to just cut quarterbacks, that, I mean, quarterbacks, cut coaches the next morning and all that. Mm -hmm. Now, in some cases, you like, listen, you've been losing all season. You, you, you cut on the Sunday of the yeah. last game. Yeah. I get that. But I feel like sometimes those are just emotional decisions. And if you, like, sit back and go, okay, now wait a minute, but what could we do different? Yep. And actually think about it instead of just – off with your head, heads roll, and then we dismantle a team, mm -hmm. and now here we are. Yeah. Yeah, I think. And people age. I get that. Like, yeah. you know, TDK play like that forever. That's why you got to capitalize on what you have in the moment. Yep. That's true. Yeah, and, and I think it's interesting because the, the 2003 team just, and obviously this is hypotheticals, you're fighting against that kind of Patriots dynasty. So you're going to probably face the Patriots a lot if you can. It's going to kind of be what – the Niners and the Chiefs have been the past couple of years, right? Mm -hmm. Like they kind of been in like this constant battle for trying to get back. So if you, number one, I think if you beat New England, that changes New England's trajectory, right? If they don't win that second Super Bowl, you know, it might be harder for them to get back. Yeah. Whereas they won that Super Bowl. So like, yeah, it took them a little bit of time. They took, literally took some time off from it. It felt like making Super Bowls because it's hard to do, kind of like we said. And, you know, it becomes kind of like, all right, this might be your moment. But then, like you said, that 2015 team. They, that was, was a special so team. I mean, like, we just read it off. Like, you know, you're talking about, you're talking about Hall of Famers. You're talking about guys who were top in the league at, at their positions. Like, that was a really good team. And if you look at 2015, so, I mean, of course, you got Seattle, right? You got, you got Seattle oh, yeah. in the middle of their kind of unraveling, yeah. too. They're, they're unraveling yeah. at this point. And they didn't have to be. That was that was a lot of ego we found yeah. out later. Yeah. So, question, though. Mm -hmm. Do you feel like that 03 team, mm -hmm. you said that perhaps the Patriots wouldn't have won that second Super Bowl. Do you think that they knocked the win? they knock the wind out of the Patriots in the sense that they, like, lose confidence, or they knock the wind out of them in the sense that now they're scrambling to reorganize to fix something. I think they're I think they're scrambling because I think when you lose a Super Bowl, kind of like looking at the Eagles, kind of like, you know, the 49ers stay consistent, but they had to do a lot of things. They had to make a lot of changes and hope that they could get in, in hopes that they could get back to where they wanted to be. And it took years and years and years just to get, you know, it took, what, two or three seasons. Mm -hmm. You know, some of it was injury luck also, you know, or, or the lack of injury luck for them. <clears throat> but, like, I think – I think if they beat that team, they kind of like it makes the Patriots say, "Hmm, what, what happened? You know what happened?" So is that what Kansas City has done well? Is that the years that they did lose, they didn't get all emotional and crazy and start just chopping the team up? Yeah, because they what they lost one of the four they've been in, right? They lost to Tom Brady, and they and they got blown out. Like was the thing they 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 didn't they didn't play well at all. They fixed so exactly that. that would have been the year they should. They, that would have been that kind of knock the win out of your sales year, right? And also heads should roll because of the way they lost. So what they did was they said, "Hey, we were right. We were right there. The biggest issue we had was this, and in that case, it was the offensive line. So they bring in Orlando Brown Jr. Right? They 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 sure up that offensive line because obviously talent wise, the Chiefs were fine. Mm -hmm. They had they had running backs. I think this was back when they had Kareem Hunt, if I'm not mistaken. Um, of course, they had Tyreek Hill. They got Travis Kelsey." Right, they have these young guys. McCole Hardman is still there. He's he's mm -hmm. getting getting finding himself as a receiver. So you know they had the talent, they had the coaching staff. They felt like they had the quarterback because you know he had just came off an MVP season. So they're feeling good, and 
the irony of it, right? Thinking about the Panthers in 2015, you just come off a 20 uh, uh, MVP season, but I don't think they had the talent offensively to rebuild as quickly as mm. Kansas City has had, right? Like Kansas City had back then. So, yeah, I mean, it's 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 one of those things because I mean, even looking at 2015 too, I mean, you think about the teams that were there. Of course, you got New England; they were still around. Um, but also, you know, Seattle. I think that. Seattle's window had closed because they had just not ran the ball at the one yard line, right? So their their window had closed. You look at like Atlanta. Atlanta was kind of a one and done type team. They they made it. They had a kind of similar to. I mean, the irony of them and the Panthers being in the same conversation very similar. They had that MVP season. They looked really good. They looked like a team who was going to take that next step, and then they just didn't, and they never got back. Um, of course, you got. When you're looking at Philadelphia, Philadelphia was kind of an outlier, right? Because Carson Wentz gets hurt. Nick Foles comes in. Yeah. And then, you know, kill the Panthers at full strength, come back and beat them? Yes, they could, you know, because, I mean, talent-wise, they're, they're, they're the better team. It just it was just going to have – they're going to have to come back from the devastating loss of the Super Bowl. So then what do the Panthers do now? So what do they do now? I think because you said five years from now could they be a dynasty? Yeah. Five, five like years from now, maybe Oof. I'm just short sighted because I'm like I don't see it. You, you know I ain't got no lenses no. in my glasses. Maybe I can't see. Right? I, okay, <laughs> I didn't. I, I just suggested that maybe you all out there. Okay. <laughs> so that was a rhetorical question, not a bold statement. <laughs> it wasn't. No, this isn't. Like Unless a bold, it happens, then he gonna be like, and I said it on my podcast. Like, yeah, you know, back yeah, in, five years ago, I said, you know, it's gonna be me. Yep. It's gonna be me. I'm just gonna be honest. She's about to be like, remember when I said I called it? I would get a text message. I don't know where in the world I would be. I'm just gonna get a text message. I called it. All right, DJ. You said, what do they have to do now? Uh I mean, it starts with building the team. Right now, this team is just not built to even compete. You know, there's a there's a lot of teams out there that's built to compete. Right, right, right now. Right like now, it just it. looks like a dismantled mess. Yeah. Even the, even, you know, with some teams, this is the problem that I'm having, is that with some teams, you know exactly what needs to be fixed, and then you fix it, and then you go, okay, I'm, I'm ready to give this a try. I feel like so much needs to be fixed with this organization that, like, even as the teams are coming together, it still just looks like other teams. It looks like organized or controlled chaos. This still just looks dismantled and chaotic, even mm-hmm. though the GM is in place, the coach is in place. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and we hope that they're going to make the right decisions to put the pieces together on the field so that the, the puzzle is complete. But it's still the that's the that's the I guess that's the problem. Well, I just no, answered my own no, question. That's the problem because I be looking at the comments. Y'all think I'll be looking at the comments just because I don't respond to y'all. But everybody's like, it doesn't matter. <laughs> 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 they be on his neck too. Even even when uh Julius Peppers. You know, came by the facility and they was all celebrating. They was like, "He, he, Tepper shouldn't be there. Why is Tepper there?" I'm like, "Y'all just don't like that man." And can I guess I, that's what it is. Huh? Can I draw a parallel real quick as we wrap up? Can I draw? Sure. A so, think about the Rams when they had the number one overall pick, right? Oh gosh, what year was that? So that was that was when they drafted Jared Goff. Okay. Before, before making the Super Bowl, a couple <clears throat> years me. later. Right, they made that Super Bowl back in what was that, 2020, and I think they drafted him in 2018 because he wasn't in Lamar Jackson's class. Yeah, but also, why did they win that Super Bowl? Because they put ple- places in peace in the m- mid-season when oh, they picked they up didn't. OBJ. Oh no, not that one. That's the Matt Stafford one. 
Oh, oh, oh. Okay. I'm thinking about the one before that they that well, actually they 2020. lost. Is that am I wrong about that one? 2020. Oh, I'm looking at. Wait a minute. I'm looking at San Francisco. This one, the one they lost to New England, 13 to three. Oh, okay. I was gonna say they would. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So the reason I draw a parallel is not because I want the Panthers to get to the Super Bowl and lose. Uh, <laughs> no, I, why they gotta I'm, lose? See, I'm saying he be taking shots at y'all. Y'all allow it. I'm saying not. That's not what I want. I'm saying I'm drawing a parallel because you get the number one overall pick. There's promise, but it's still like it's still a little foggy that first year because that's how most rookie seasons go, mm-hmm. right? But then they started grabbing some pieces, putting some pieces around them, and now they become a team that can get to the Super Bowl. They get the they get their young hotshot offensive coach, Sean McVay, and then there you go. Now I'm not saying Dave Canales is Sean McVay. We'll see. Could be, could not be. We'll see, right? But it just makes you think, like, you know, it's gonna you know, the the hard part about it is it's gonna take time and we don't like to wait no longer than two seconds because I'm already hungry. So ready how for much t- <laughs> So how much time is it gonna take? Or how much time? Okay, actually, this is twofold because I know we're wrapping up. How much time is it gonna take? How much time are fans willing to give it? Because those are two. Those fan, two different questions. Fan, fans are willing to give it. Uh, it should have happened last year and the year before and the year after that. Now, how much time is it gonna take? I mean, I say give it a good two years because we have but to. They've remember, already given Bryce one year. That's true, but we have to remember that. Let's say let's say Bryce Young comes out and just plays phenomenally next year like i mean you take what cj stroud did and you copy and paste it to what bryce young does next year right so now you have promise right you have you have a ceiling that you can look forward to and you can be like all right they can attain that but let's say the team overall doesn't doesn't do as well they lose a couple like think about who was it what's the team i'm thinking of the raiders maybe where they they were playing well but they just lost games close at the end, like that, like that, at the end, every time. They, 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 but, they're, but they're this close. Then the year after that, you get better because you didn't have a first-round pick this offseason, mm-hmm. right? So you have <clears throat> picks that you can you can turn into players. You have free agency that you can turn into players again. And then you're looking at playoff berths and winning the division and all that. I think it could take another two years. So, I mean, I mean this season, this season they can be competing for the division but maybe not win it. And then, which I think is a step up, obviously. But then the next season, right? So the season after that, so what, 2025, that's when I think they take the next step. Do y'all have till 2025? (laughs) That's all I want to know, fans. Because I know y'all are right now. (laughs) They're hurting. They mad. I get it. Look, Well, also, it would be one thing if it was close games, but these were just blowouts, and that's disheartening. But I know Raiders fans are also like, well, now we just don't get our hopes up because everything looks great and then we lose. So Mm -hmm. that argument is twofold, too, because it's like, no, guys, but we're right there. And they're like, okay, but you're right there. You keep losing. Whereas on the other side, you're like, Y'all ain't even here. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> you, yeah. you could have yeah. just stayed home. <laughs> yeah. it, it'll definitely be interesting. I, I, I like, like I said, I'm, I'm excited um, as we kind of finalize season one of the Key Problem Podcast. I'm excited to take a little, take a little bit of time off. I know you're gonna miss me because I'm gonna miss y'all. But it'll take some time off to kind of just to. It'll be interesting to see what the first news is of this kind of new league year, right? Because it starts 
I mean, it practically already starts now, but yeah. I think it starts officially in like March or something. But you talk, so we if we start with the combine, then sure. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, th- there's there's a lot of th- you know teams can change in a year. I'm not saying the Panthers are going to do that, but I'm just saying. But they can, they and can. it would be great they if they re- did. They can get really good in a year, and mm-hmm. maybe not necessarily in the Super Bowl next year. But let's just say they compete for the division that is winnable, mm-hmm. right? Now does Tepper have his hands and stuff like like uh, Jerry Jones? Hmm. I think so because that's where all that. Well, then, then we did, then, then that's the problem. Then yeah. we just gonna keep having the problem because again, he runs it like right. it's a fantasy league. You're right. We, we, my hope is Tepper has. <laughs> I'm putting my faith in Tepper. I shouldn't do this, but I'm gonna do it. All right. I'll put my faith in Jesus first, and then you know he gonna he gonna spread the blessings to Tepper. All right. So Tepper is gonna make these decisions, <laughs> and then. We're going to be good. All right. They're going to they go put out a petition on Tepper. <laughs> you just watch. These fans, they sick they're and tired. Like, Can we do the Packers thing where we just own the team? Listen, we they are them? sick and tired. <laughs> <laughs> I don't blame them, though. Like, you just be like, okay, dude, get it together. If you want to play fantasy, go play fantasy. Go play DraftKings or whatever. Because betting is about to be legal in North Carolina. I don't know. But do something else and let your front office, let the people who you hired to do the job do the job. It's their job. Yep. Yeah. Might as well trust the people you hire, right? I mean, what a concept, Chad. Because it because the thing is, it's it's proven not to, like that what he's doing is not, is not working. Yep. And again, the fans are starting to get disheartened, and so their vibe is off. You know, mm-hmm. and it's like, okay, come on, got to get it together. But to your point, we'll see. March is right around the corner. It's a couple weeks away. Combine will happen. The draft will happen. Trades will happen. Deadlines will pass, and before you know, we'll be back to spring training camp, and it's supposed to be here this way now, right? I think so. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Um, so. spring, uh, spring training and training mm-hmm. camp, and just like that, another season will be right, right knock, there. Knock, knock, knocking. Yeah, but Teddy, I thank you again. Congratulations thank on you. Uh, your first season. Yeah, in and out. I know. Look at that. Look at, Look at you. that. Look at that. We had so many guests and a lot of. It's, it's been a lot of fun, a lot of laughs. Season two is going to be that much better, right? Maybe it's yeah. DJ's fault, y'all. Yeah, I saw the podcast in there. Boom. Yep. I can't take that blame, okay? It's not my fault. Don't make me no mind. I'm just <laughs> talking loud. That's all. But, all right. Well, thanks for having yeah, me. This has course, been fun. Of course. And as always, keep having podcasts on all major podcasts and platforms. We'll see you guys on the next episode. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done.